Today's sponsor is Vibration. Vibration provides designer hydration packs designed to make you look cool, keep your stuff safe, and stay hydrated at music festivals and events. Their holographic designs add to your festival ensemble. Make sure you get your pack using promo code BB Media Industries LLC to save 10% on your new pack on Vibration.com. Oh, and one more thing. Free shipping on orders over $75. Hashtag life's a party. Stay hydrated. Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. Yes, we are back this week with another new rousing episode and a guest. Uh, but before I introduce the guests, I want to always get the housekeeping out of the way and uh, remind you that if you're listening to this on iTunes, well, thank you, but have you rated it and left a favorable comment? That really helps this podcast be found by other people in the iTunes podcast app realm if you're an iOS or iPhone uh, holder, or well, I should say owner, not holder, whatever. Um, and if you're on Stitcher for Android users, please do the same. It helps this podcast be found on that platform. But you can all find this on TuneIn, SoundCloud, MixCloud, uh, Player.fm. Really, the list goes on. Uh, but you need to help assist out with this podcast. It'd be great. I know I'm a little small beans potato, or like a small beans and potato podcast. But uh, please... If you enjoy this podcast, I really appreciate it. And as always, the social media handles for this podcast uh, on Facebook, just look up Trending Topics with BB. On Instagram and Twitter, TT with BB. And as always, all the links are found on bbmediaindustries.com. Well, now that that's out of the way, I had the pleasure of a long time conversation with someone that I've been following and admiring in the trance music scene for about three almost four years now. His name is Omar Mirza. I I hope I pronounced that correctly, but, you know, uh, we all have our accents. Um, He was just a great person uh, in the scene. Uh, If you like trance music like I do, or if you're just finding out about trance music, I highly suggest you listen to this conversation. Uh, it, It explains kind of how we met and all the good stuff I guess you would say, about uh, going forward in the trans scene. And ironically, we'll talk about, as this is getting up on Friday, which means that his new single that we spoke about, his new track is up. Uh, So definitely uh, listen to all that. But really, without spoiling the conversation, I give you Omar Mirza. All right. Well, thank you again for joining the podcast. Um, Absolutely. I've been... Uh, a fan for a while, and I uh, just wanted to chat a little bit, uh, talk about everything exciting with the label and um, this music and kind of what's going on. But I guess for the listeners that don't know, we should probably introduce kind of how we met. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> kind of, well, obviously, I'm a huge Marcus fan, Marcus Schultz fan, and Cold Harbor and Trance in general. And we met from a couple years ago, wasn't it? Because you released a few on Cold Harbor. Yeah, I had. Um, oh, a blur now. <laughs> yeah, I had three. Well, three originals released on Cold Harbor, and then two remixes. I believe that's correct. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that was. It seems like it was yesterday, but yeah, I can't believe it's, what three years ago I think now. Yeah, time flies. Wow. Yeah, it sure does. Awesome. So I guess 
that's how we met. But let's kind of start for, for those that may kind of not know your story and kind of where you are, because a lot of people know I'm in Arizona, but you're all right. For me, I know you're in Texas, but a lot of people may not know that. So let's yeah. kind of start at the beginning, kind of, if you can, about, you know, where you fell in love with trance and kind of your journey. Sure. Um, well, I got into dance music when I was a lot younger. Um, my older cousin, who I was like my role model, and I hung out with him all the time. And so he got uh, into the electronic music scene before me, and he was spinning uh, drum and bass and some house and breakbeats primarily, and this was back in 97 or something like that. So that's what, that was like my first entry to hearing dance music, and then it started getting a little more popular towards the end of the 90s when the rave culture was going on, and me and my friends, we would always go to these big events and just kind of fell in love with the music, and once I graduated high school, uh that's when I pretty much started learning how to DJ. Um, me and a buddy of mine that I've known for over 20 years, we started actually learning together. We spent like eight hours a day cutting class and just spinning, basically. And so that was how I originally got into it. And then, you know, after a long time, I finally decided to dive into the uh, production side of it and been doing that now for, I think it's been about like six, six seven years now that I've been producing Awesome. So, yeah, I've been a fan since the 90s. I was an early adapter. Um, gotcha. In trance. So, um, yeah, it's kind of how I fell in love. But then, you know, life, you grow up and you, you, you find other music. So, obviously, I was following other music. But then I just fell back in love with it a few years ago. And I was just like, what? Because I was following pop music for a while. And then I just got sick of that. And then right. um, got fell back in love and was like, this is the stuff I used to love back in the day. Why did I neglect it all these? I didn't really neglect it, but I just wasn't uh-huh. paying as much attention maybe as I should have. Yeah, I, mean, I guess, yeah, like you said, you know, life happens, you get older. And so same thing happened with me, you know, kind of got in and out of it here and there. You know, I worked in corporate America, so music wasn't my full-time uh, job, basically, until just about four years ago. That's when I decided to leave corporate America and just focus on music 110%. And so, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I ended up having to come back, as you said, but I never really left it. I just didn't have time to really work on it. Right. It's funny how that happens, though, because, yeah. you know, Music that maybe you liked, but, you know, you weren't, like, invested in at the time, but, you know, you still kind of followed yeah, it. Yeah, for me, like at that sudden, point, it was more of being, I guess, a fan and appreciating it and seeing all the DJs and their craft, and that kind of pushed me to, you know, try to give it more attention, to give it um, 100% like I am now and not, you know, have to juggle this as a hobby as opposed to having, you know, your regular nine-to-five corporate job. Right. So, obviously, I mean, we're in a day and age where I, I'm in that same boat where, you know, I've been struggling trying to figure out, you know, keep that normal job or kind of pursue ah. own avenues. Um, right. Because, you know, and kind of have that balance between hobby or job or make your hobby your job kind of a situation. 
So right, absolutely. The, when did you decide, other than like you've been producing and you know another labels like we we mentioned in the beginning, what did you kind of decide about your own label? Uh, well, I it's kind of I guess no one really knows, but several years ago, like probably over a decade ago, me and my buddy we actually had a label. Um, unfortunately, it didn't end up going very far. We had, a, I think, like four artists signed and then just ended up dissolving because we kind of lost touch and just got busy. Like, again, like you said, you know, as you get older. So I always wanted to get back into uh, starting a label. I know the frustrations that uh, producers and artists get as I was submitting music to other labels and, you know, you don't hear from them or you get shelved or pushed back to the end. And there was so much good music out there that I believe should be signed and heard, and that kind of forced me even more to go towards the route, start my label, and then so I can sign these new talent that's coming, and they're unbelievable. So it's been going great so far. It's extremely busy, um, busier than I had expected it to be, but it's going good though. Right, and um, I, you know, I appreciate you kind of sending me music to kind of review on the blog because, as you know, I like to find. Not only do I love, you know, the big names, but I, I'm, I, I like highlighting those that may not be found. Um, right, exactly. So I, I think it's cool. Now, we've kind of had, um, through text and, you know, just over the years, kind of had a conversation about, te- like, trance in, in general and how there's, like, the subgenres. Now, I, people may or may not know, but I, I personally... I'm having a very hard time getting on board with the whole side trance thing. Yeah, and, um, that's not really my sound either. And I know that that's a lot of it's blowing back up from back in the day and it's coming back. And, you know, a lot of festivals are featuring it now. But it's that's not something that really piqued my interest that much. Yeah, because I'm, I guess maybe some people might, I don't know what you label me, but like, I I love vocal trance. I love the euphoric. The for me, trance is about the melodies and the layers on melodies, along right. with the beats. So for me, right. when you speed up a song to 140 beats or higher, to me, you've lost the intricate part of what makes it trance. But maybe that's yeah my personal take on it. Now, right. no, I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that. If you are a fan of Psytrance, to stop being a fan. I'm just personally not. Of um, but what is your take on the whole, like, sub-genres as opposed to just trance as a whole? Because, I mean, if you think about it, in, in the 90s, it really wasn't called trance. It was just called electronic. Right. So it's like we've had a evolution of labeling everything over the years. Yeah. And, I mean, I think it's good. It, you know, broadens the horizon and gets more people into the scene and maybe they start off with side trance and then they, you know, start hearing the other kind of stuff, the deeper, more melodic, and that takes it to them. So it's good. I mean, if, if you can call it like a gateway for some people, I think I'm all for it. That's awesome. Right. Yeah. So in terms of festival, like, do you agree with like the, the changing in, in how festivals are now? Uh, changing how? Well, I, it, what I'm getting at is how people have said trance is ma- making a comeback, but to me, it never left. Uh, yeah, so. it never left. And, you know, I mean, you go through these cyclical times, you know, some, like Big Room was so big a couple of years ago with the Swedish House Mafia and that whole movement. And then 
you know, dubstep came along with Skrillex. So there's always the, the environment of the music is always changing and that's just not straight to EDM. That happens with rock and other uh, genres as well, as you hear so much EDM infused in pop songs these days. So I think, you know, it's all cyclical. It'll, it'll come back around. It'll never be gone, but taste change and what's popular at that moment in time changes. So that's why I think everybody now is saying, okay, there's a resurgence of trance when I don't think it really went away except for some of the big artists who switched their style over and have not come back. You see artists like Gareth and Thunder and Dorn who, you know, went to the more big room sound and now that are coming back to their original trance roots. So it's good, you know, I like it. Right. I mean, it's just funny because I guess maybe because I, I love music, so I, I paid more attention than the average person maybe, but... Um, it's just been funny how there's always been that, like, it went away, now it's back, kind of. So, do you also think that, to kind of segue off of that, is because of the evolution of the music industry as a whole, like, how people consume music? I mean, I mean, I used to be heavily into buying everybody's music, but I now stream just like the next person, just because I can't afford uh, right. to buy a new song every day, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, and I mean, streaming, I mean, the way it's come along and where it is now, it's really awesome um, with so many platforms, although, you know, some have taken bigger market share than others and have financially run into trouble. But, you know, the companies like Spotify, YouTube, and, you know, Apple Music, with the broad base of fans they have and listeners, I think, you know, a great concept to stream. And now with proper companies in place to be able to capitalize off royalties of that is finally coming about. So it's, it's good. You know, artists are getting paid, and even though they're not technically selling a record, but they're getting paid for those streams now. Right. So, yeah. like, I've heard, you know, many different interviews with different people in the past, and some may say that's good, some say it's bad. Now, I guess people just need to in the music industry, everybody kind of looking at it differently in terms of, like, not really focusing on what they're going to make off the music itself, but more, like, the touring. and. Yeah, I mean, basically producing music, I mean, unless, you know, you hit, like, the billionaire club and you've got a billion streams or something, um, it's primarily just a marketing tool to get your name out there, but, you know, the money comes in from the booking fees of the festivals and tours. That's the main money maker, unless, you know, you do have something huge like what chain smokers have done in the past year um what avici did a few years ago stuff of that nature right so going forward do you see it continuing the way it is now i mean obviously 10 years ago we didn't expect to be streaming as much as we do now right yeah i mean i think streaming it's here to stay at least for the foreseeable future until some sort of new technology comes about which i can't even fathom at the moment. I'm not sure what would be different. Um, so yeah, streaming is huge and it'll, I think it'll be here and that, it's a good thing, you know, cause like you said, a lot of people can't afford to go buy the one track, you know, on the vinyl for $13 that we should spend and now you can either stream it or, you know, buy it for nine and cents, a digital version of it. So the whole business has changed in the past decade and I'm sure as technology evolves and stuff, we'll t- be talking 10 years later and it's going to be something probably completely different than it is now. Right. So, can we talk a, a little bit about your upcoming release in a couple of days? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. All right. Awesome. So, 
for those that don't know, uh, Omar has a an awesome uh, transcript coming up. So talk about your collaboration with Josh, because um, I know yeah. I've heard it already, but for the listeners that may be finding this new. Right. Um, well, yeah, I've just known Josh through meeting online. Uh, you know, I was a fan of his music. He was a fan of my music. And we were bouncing ideas off each other back and forth for several months. And then we finally decided, you know, to put together a collab. So I had started off with this project. And after we linked up to work on it, it kind of took a whole different direction. But I like how it's come together now. Um, it, it was, you know, his sound. He's a really talented producer. And I'm glad to have him. And He'll be releasing more on the label, which will come down the road. I'll be announcing that. But, yeah, he's a really talented producer, and it was awesome to work with him on this track. And I think it's – I mean, I'm happy with it, and I hope everybody else that listens to it is happy with it, too. It's something really cool and a little different than what's commonly around in the trance sound right now. So we put a lot of, like, live instrument elements in there, like uh, some jazz and, you know, trumpet, stuff like that. So it's something different, and – we thought we'd try it, and so we'll see what kind of reaction we get from people. Awesome. So, I mean, you – was it a year ago you had a release on the label as well, yourself? Uh, on my label, yeah. The last track I released was um, – well, the debut of my label was my track, Beautiful Mystery. Um, and since then, I haven't really released much on the label except for a remix because I've just been so busy trying to focus on the label and getting caught up. Since it took off so fast that I wasn't ready for it, and it took me a while to finally get caught up and signing these artists and getting you know the releases schedule lined up. And it, now I've got a good solid team working with me where it's taking a lot of the load off of me, is not doing every single thing by myself. So it's good, but. Um, yeah, as an original track, I haven't had except just that one that was released almost a year ago now. But, uh, yeah, of course, this week, Friday, is the release of The Kingmaker. And then got some other big projects in the works as well that are final and will be on the label as time goes on. Awesome. So, do you, I mean, obviously, uh, the quality, I mean, I, I'm loving the tracks, not just because I know you, because... I step and I listen to them and then I review them. So, right. are you seeing um, like a good peer response within the scene as well to your label? Yeah, I mean, so far uh, the response that we've gotten from you know the fellow artists and the fellow uh, musicians in this genre, it's been great feedback so far. Uh, it's been supported a lot already in the past couple of weeks, and hoping that continues. Right, because. Um, it's just funny because, like, I mean, I not that I didn't, but I, I, I guess in the last couple of years, maybe a year or so, I've been, you know, pay, paying more attention to a state of trance from Armin, and I've seen right. your release is featured on that, and, and and then a lot of the interviews that he's had on the show, a lot of um, new labels from other people in the scene have just recently launched. So, right. I mean, it seems to be like trance is in a good spot right now all around. There seems to be room for everybody, but I know that, you know, there can be those challenges behind the scenes. So it's just interesting because, um, you know, I personally want everybody to succeed. I mean, I love the genre. Right. It, it, I'm just curious based because, I mean, we, as fans, we pay attention, but, you know, there's some, me, I'm just curious just to kind of, 
hear from those within the scene directly, like how right. they're going? Um, I'm trying to stay away from, I guess you couldn't call them the fads or what's popular at the time. Um, with a lot of the trance music, a lot of it starts to sound the same. And that's not to say there's anything wrong with it. I mean, it's just one of the things that's bound to happen in any music. You know, someone copies, it becomes a smash, and then that sound is what everybody tries to emulate. So I'm not trying to really stick to what's popular right now. I'm trying to get ahead of that curve and be the one that people follow in six months from now. Like that sound, okay, we want to follow that sound. We want to produce something similar to that. And I think that's how artists should approach it. I can personally say myself when I started producing, I would look for you know what songs are out there that are really popular and try to emulate that instead of coming up with my own ideas and putting that to music, um, which is what I've been focusing on now. So in addition to the Kingmaker that comes out this Friday, the couple upcoming projects that I have are going to be very different sounding. So it's going to be good to see what kind of reaction we get from the music community and the fans. Awesome. Well, I, I mean, we could probably chat all day, but we're both kind of busy and I um, well, I just wanted to make sure, you know, we had this chat and, and let people know about the, the new track coming out and the label and um, if they haven't had a chance to, to check out. Um, is there anything other than what we've spoken that uh, listeners might be wanting to hear? Uh, well, anything that's coming off the label that we've announced so far, uh, in addition to my track this week, is uh, the track that was released earlier in the year. Uh, it's called Destiny. So we have a remix pack of that coming out, and that's going to be the first week of November. It's got three really solid remixes. And in addition to that, um, till the end of 2017, we've got another five or six releases lined up. So it's going to be good. And then in 2018, it's we're going like full pedal to the metal. It's going to be awesome. We've got a lot of big projects in the works and not only just tracks of mine, but a bunch of producers that I'm working with and signing and releasing. They've got a lot of stuff happening. So our catalog's building and it's going to be good. You know, I'm looking for something different. I don't want, as I mentioned, I don't want to have the same sound that's saturating the market so often. So you're going to hear a lot of different kinds of stuff coming from the label and yeah, it's going to be good. Awesome. And will you still be touring as a DJ or are you sticking, you know, now into producing and... Oh, no, I'm still going to be touring, which, I mean, unfortunately, I've had to basically take a whole year off from touring uh, to focus on the label and to get caught up. But now that, you know, I'm caught up and we've got a good system and team in place that helps me out on a daily basis, it's really good. We've expanded the team to... Uh, we have two A&Rs now, and then, you know, of course, label manager, and we've got a press and everything like that. So we've got a good structure in place now to where I can get back on the road. So we're looking forward to 2018 and start booking those dates. Awesome. Well, hopefully I can try to convince the trans family here in Phoenix, but it's... It, that would be cool. Yeah, I'd love to play in Phoenix. <laughs> but um, awesome! So uh, thanks again uh, for joining. I, I know we've yeah, been trying to do this very for a long while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And for those listeners, please follow him on all socials. You're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, right? Uh, SoundCloud, Mixcloud, YouTube, Spotify, Deezer, Title, Beatport, Pandora, pretty much everywhere. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so if right. 
you just look up his name, everybody out there, you'll find him. And there you go. I yeah. highly suggest it for, like you mentioned, 2018 seems to be really exciting. So thanks yeah, again to, for joining me today. And uh, I'm looking forward to kind of following and, and listening to your new track. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on your show. It's good. And then hopefully we can touch base in a couple of months when 2018 comes around and you'll see what's going on and we can touch base again. Sounds good. I love to. All, all right. right well, let's... have a good day and thanks for listening to all the listeners out there. We'll talk Thank to you guys. Thank you all. All right. Bye. Bye.